Are you ready to give your employees and customers smooth, secure digital experiences? Then you need Ping Identity as an identity security pioneer. Ping champions your unique identity so your employees can be productive rock stars and your customers can engage with your brand wherever and however they want with lovable digital experiences. I'm the chief identity champion and I'm here to help. Visit pingidentity.com today. Who are you texting? My therapist. You text with your therapist? Text, video chat, call? Yep. That sounds too easy. How did you find her? I just went to betterhelp.com slash save. She's a licensed therapist and it's all online. I connect when it's convenient for me and don't waste time driving anywhere. Plus, it's affordable. I wonder if I should try it. It's great to talk to someone in confidence. She's helped me sort out quite a few things. And right now you save 10% off the first month when you go through betterhelp.com slash save. Betterhelp.com slash save. Got it. Hi guys, and welcome back to another episode of Elevate Your Brand. I, of course, am your host, Laurel Mintz, and I'm really excited to be joined today by Courtney Cowan, founder and owner of Milk Jar Cookies. Courtney, thanks for joining us today. Yeah, thank you for having me. I mean, it's a little ironic that your last name has the word cow in it, and the name is (laughs) Milk Jar Cookies. I kind of just had that realization as you were chatting. Was that intentional? Not, not at all. And I haven't even realized it until you said that. Um, no one's ever said that to you? No one has ever said that to me. Um, oh God, that's so funny. That's very funny. The only time that it has ever happened in college one time, I was introducing myself in class and we were supposed to spell our last name. And I said, C-O-W. And this kid goes, your last name is Cow. And I was like, well, I wasn't done. But, <laughs> um, but that's the only reference to cow. That's so funny. I, it, Happy accident, I think. <laughs> I think so. I think so. Well, uh, for those listening, Courtney is the founder and owner of Milk Jar Cookies, which is an insanely delicious uh, baked goods company here in Los Angeles. And I know this because you sent me a package of all of these products and it was so delicious. I think that the cookies were gone and you sent me like half a dozen and they were gone in like maybe two days. <laughs> and I was a little, I was grateful <laughs> and also a little mad at you. If I'm not going <laughs> to be totally honest. It <laughs> happens. It happens. So tell us about how you launched this brand. So milk jar cookies was a long time in the making. So I um, have always loved baking. When I was a teenager, I came up with my own chocolate chip cookie recipe, um, by accident. And I just, I was always making cookie dough when I was a kid, honestly. It was like any spare time I had when I wasn't doing gymnastics or at school, I was making cookies. And um, I, one fateful night, didn't have any baking soda. And I was like, well, it's only a teaspoon, so it can't make that big of a difference. So I carried on. <laughs> and Famous uh, last words. Famous last words. That was the night I learned about leavening agents and mm. how important that teaspoon really is. And it opened my eyes to the whole science of baking, which fascinated me. And so I tinkered and came up with my own recipe that people loved. And you know, cut to many years later, I am bringing them in to work and people are wondering what bakery these chocolate chip cookies are from and made me kind of think that I was possibly on to something. And so I began experimenting with other flavors and in 2005 started a cookie company out of the 
cook closet of my one bedroom apartment and uh, had a fax machine and was getting orders in a very high tech fashion and (laughs) really loved the whole experience of getting this order and being able to bake it and deliver it and see the smile on people's faces that, you know, came about from them getting a surprise delivery of cookies or even if they ordered them for themselves. And that is when my new dream became to open a brick and mortar cookie shop. Uh, I'd always wanted to be a television producer. So I did that, uh, but then was baking on the side for seven years while I was working and, and really decided I wanted to set my sights on opening a brick and mortar. And so in 2012, I actually had to have back surgery. And so while I was laid up recovering from that, I wrote a business plan and decided that it was time to to go for it. And so I opened the doors in April of 2013 uh, of our flagship shop. That's amazing. I love how you took down what was supposed to have been downtime, recovery time, <laughs> and you wrote a freaking business model. Like that is so insane and also amazing because it really speaks to the entrepreneurship that's in um, anyone who really starts a business, but especially you, obviously, because we're having this conversation. Mm-hmm. I love that story. I, I think that <laughs> so much of what we do comes out of necessity and passion and the fact that you were on probably lots of painkillers and you still were able to push through and develop a business plan is unreal. It's um, That's kind of me in a nutshell. I don't really do well with a lot of downtime. And so, um, but I, I had been going back and forth for seven years um, from 2005 to 2012, doing it on the side. And, you know, I was working in television, which is, you know, 10, 12 hour days. And I would come home and have 12 dozen cookies to bake. So I would bake them and then take a nap while they cooled and get up and package them and go back to bed for a couple hours and drive them around. And anytime I had a hiatus on my show, I was like, okay, it's cookie time. I'm going to do this. And then I would go back because I needed the money or whatever. And, you know, just kind of kept going back and forth. And that surgery was an opportunity for me to kind of stop and be like, I'm in an actual crossroads now where, you know, I, I, I could do this. And <laughs> it just, uh, yeah, I had a banner hanging in my house that said life short eat cookies. And I just kind of was staring oh, at that. I was that. like, it's time. Let's do this. There's some things I probably shouldn't have done on the painkillers, like design a logo and things like that. Cause those first <laughs> drafts were not cute. <laughs> Yeah, but we got that. there. We got there. Yeah, exactly. I love yeah. that. And so now you've been doing this for seven years. Mm-hmm. Um, what are some of the things that, um, like, some of the big wins that you've had, like really big um, gift moments, or you know, celebrities, or what were the moments during those last seven years where you were like, I made the right decision. This is exactly what I'm supposed to be doing. That's such a nice question. Um, I don't. I thank you for asking that because I I have a I'm notoriously bad about stopping and celebrating the wins and um, we're all we all yeah. are yeah <laughs> so it's one of our core values at the shop and for the business and I I make sure that the staff celebrates but I don't do that very well myself so thank you um, we've had a lot of them we um you know some of the biggest ones I did a um, baking mix collaboration with William Sonoma in, from oh, 2017 wow. to 19 I was a temporary, you know, short-lived thing with their business model. They bring in other things and highlight small businesses and other brands. And so we had a line of uh, baking mixes, which was really fun to have that. And we've got a lot of, yeah, we've delivered to 
many celebrities and we do a lot of corporate gifting for some really, you know, Today Show, Spotify, big, you know, companies like that. And I think the wins for me are those really big moments. And then also just like an email from a customer whose, you know, day was made or like each and every one of those little slices of the results that the cookies elicit is really special for us. And so that, um, I love that. I think, you know, it's, there's big wins and then there's small wins. And I think the small wins come more often and are sometimes the most powerful and meaningful because it means your messaging is getting across to, to, to the everyone. I think it really speaks to your character that you, you know, are working with these massive brands and certainly you called those out, but the fact that you also look towards just the everyday consumer and those little emails or instant messages or whatever, and that those bring you equal amounts of joy because it's just about those little precious moments of deliciousness and bringing joy to other people. And ultimately I think that's what all cooking does baking specifically because it's such a, Mm -hmm. it's such a treat in a different way. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Exactly. So when we did our pre-call, I told you that my sister was a baker and that it was surprising to me because it's such a science-based like art form. Mm -hmm. Do you believe that it's more passion or science? It's a lot of both, obviously, because you have to come up with flavor profiles and packaging and you have to build an audience and all that good stuff. But how much of it to you is science versus passion? The basis of it is science. And so I worked you know, all my teen and early 20s and mid 20s, really learning about the science because I'm a self-taught baker. My mom taught me the basics of it when I was a kid, but, you know, I didn't go to culinary school. I didn't do any of that. I just was fascinated by it. And so in my tinkering, I was able to figure out like, oh, okay, if you add more flour, it does this. If you melt the butter, it does this. If you have room temperature eggs, it does this. If you, you know, there's just a variety of every little thing because it is such chemistry and like cooking is not as precise and you can like, you know, just a little of this and a little of that. Whereas with baking, it's much more precise, which fits my personality type (laughs) much better. Um, And so I'm very, Mm -hmm. I'm very into um, the specifics. And so, um, you know, every gram matters when you're baking. And so being able to really learn the effects of the different ingredients on the final product was my schooling and it was all just trial and error and I was it, because I enjoyed it and it was my hobby and it was fun and then once I discovered that and I'm able to understand what that will be then that makes the creativity part a lot freer because then I can have the inspiration to you know for instance our seasonal cookie right now is a peach cobbler cookie and I was mm. like, I wanted to turn, I love turning classic desserts into cookies because that's kind of my, my canvas, if you will. And so, mm-hmm. um, you know, like we have a chocolate covered strawberry at Valentine's Day that is, you know, a chocolate cookie with a chocolate drizzle to give you that mouthfeel of like biting through the, the chocolate coating. And so being able to know how the, the chemistry of the cookie itself works then allows me to kind of take any other of my inspirations and turn them into that. And um, that's so fun for me. <laughs> I love Kind it. of like being a classically trained musician and then being able to create jazz afterwards, right? 
Exactly. That's a great analogy. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> uh, we're going to take a really quick break for a word from our sponsor. And when we come back, I want to talk about some of the exciting new flavors. And uh, you've got something else on the horizon that I want to make sure the audience hears about. So- Are you ready to give your employees and customers smooth, secure digital experiences? Then you need Ping Identity as an identity security pioneer. Ping champions your unique identity so your employees can be productive rock stars and your customers can engage with your brand wherever and however they want with lovable digital experiences. I'm the chief identity champion and I'm here to help. Visit pingidentity.com today. Who are you texting? My therapist. You text with your therapist? Text, video chat, call, yep. That sounds too easy. How did you find her? I just went to betterhelp.com slash save. She's a licensed therapist and it's all online. I connect when it's convenient for me and don't waste time driving anywhere. Plus it's affordable. I wonder if I should try it. It's great to talk to someone in confidence. She's helped me sort out quite a few things. And right now you save 10% off the first month when you go through betterhelp.com slash save. Betterhelp.com slash save. Got it. Stay tuned. Hi, guys. Thanks for tuning in. And if you are just showing up to the conversation, I am chatting with my friend, Courtney Cowan, founder and owner of Milk Jar Cookies, which is just, I mean, beyond delicious. Uh, I think in early earlier in the conversation, I told you I went through that entire box in like two days and I was uh, very, very pleased with the flavor profiles. And you recently launched a new vegan cookie. Tell us about that. We did, yes. So we have uh, all of our cookies are regular cookies, if you will, and we have always had a gluten free. But we've had so many inquiries for vegan cookies, and we really wanted to make sure that when we got a vegan cookie on the menu, that it stayed true to the milk jar uh, experience that everybody else gets to have with the crisp outer layer and the doughy center, and the you know as close to. Uh, regular flavor as possible. And uh, my kitchen manager, actually, uh, I charged her with that task um, right after we, the shutdown. When we came back from that, we were so excited to uh, to innovate and, you know, trying to think of ways to, to help us through the COVID situation. We were, you know, growth was kind of stalled, of course. And so we're looking at growth through innovation. And so she uh, nailed it. It is incredible. And it's a, it's a egg and a butter substitute. So there's no eggs and butter. And then we use carob chips instead of the chocolate chips. And it is, it's really incredible. I'm really proud of that one. Such a trend happening right now. I mean, it's been happening for a long time in California, obviously, but I think on a global scale, it's, it's been a huge trend that we're seeing. I mean, I have people on my team that are vegan um, was, so you were just getting a lot of influx of requests and that's what, why you ended up creating it. Exactly. Yeah, we uh, every we, we have a little tally board um, by the phone that and it was just like every day there was at least one or two vegan calls, and then it became huh. you know this was probably two years ago we started the tally, and then it was more often and more often, and um, you know that's if there's going to be any um, silver linings, I guess of the of the shutdown, it has allowed us to to you know, step back and do some things that we have been wanting to do for a while and just have been kind of going great guns and haven't had the time. And so we, this was this was our first project coming back was the, to tackle that vegan cookie. So we're really excited about it. And you've been working on quite a few other projects, including I believe you've got a cookbook coming out soon. Tell us about that. 
I do, yes. Uh, it is Milk Jar Cookies Bake Book, cookies, cakes, pies, and more for every day and celebrations. And it will be out September 29th. And it's uh, so excited about it. It's It's been a labor of love. And it, it allowed me to get back in the kitchen, actually, because I've been so wrapped up in you know, running the business for, for so many years that I was able to get back in and experiment because I wanted to make sure that the book included all of my cookies, but then also other treats that um, I, you know, got to go in and, and nail down recipes for, which was really wonderful. That's so fun. I expect a book with a sa- with a signed, uh, I expect a signed copy when you that bet. comes out, please. <laughs> um, and where can the audience purchase that book if they're listening in and want to grab it? Uh, you can get it anywhere that you can purchase books. And also we are selling them through the shop. So uh, you're welcome to buy it through us at milkjarcookies.com or through um, yeah, any of your local retailers or any of the big guys too. Amazon, all, all the Apple books, all that good stuff, right? Yes. I'm not allowed to give preference to one or the other. So I'd have to say anywhere you can. Um, but Lovely. yes, it's, it's a wide release by uh, Rizzoli Press is the publisher. And it's, uh, I'm, I'm really excited. I actually just got the, the shipment from, it was printed overseas and got a call last week from the logistics company that the freighter was arriving in the port of Los Angeles carrying the books and they needed to arrange delivery. So I have a pallet of books in my garage currently that I'm very excited about. <laughs> That's really cool. Usually I'm yeah. sure it's like pallets of flour, pallets of butter. This is probably exactly. a different one for you to have. <laughs> it is. It is. <laughs> it kind of encompasses um, all of that. Amazing. Yeah. And so what is next? You've, you've now launched new, you've launched this cookbook, you've launched these new products. I know that last time we talked, you were working on a redo of the website. Like what is next mm-hmm. for, for Milk Jar Cookies? Yeah, we are, like I said, just trying to, you know, utilize this time wisely while we're not doing quite as much business as before, but, um, you know, still cranking along and using it as a time to really nail down and, um, all of our efficiency and just make sure that all of our processes and are ready for scale. Cause the, my focus had been starting in January to really be looking for what is next on a bigger scale for milk jar as far as expansion goes. And so I've been continuing my uh, research on that. I'm a, I'm a big researcher, so I don't make any decisions until I've done all my research. And so looking to um, what our an expansion would look like for us. And in the meantime, we are innovating. So we have the vegan cookies. We also have a line of cookie cakes that are going to be coming out soon. So it's everything from the classic 11 inch one to a three tiered wedding cake. And they are beautiful. So we're, we're really, we were going (laughs) about to launch those in March when the shutdown happened. So that is, that is coming. A brand new website is coming. We have, um, yeah, just a lot of, um, I's being dotted and T's being crossed uh, currently so that we can really lay the groundwork for, for global domination. <laughs> the next growth mode. Exactly. Yes. I love that. I absolutely yeah. love that. So when this all started, you know, when COVID happened, mm-hmm. what were your initial thoughts? Did you think, oh my God, we're not going to survive this? Did you think, oh, this is going to be great. We're going to have a time to like, what was your initial reaction when this went down? My initial reaction was, I, I, I honestly, I, I was of course a, a bit scared that 
if it went on too long or we weren't able to get any of the funding or anything like, you know, larger questions that took a little while to get answered. There was a small part of me that was concerned about, you know, our overall well-being. But I honestly had confidence that we would make it through this. I knew like we have such a loyal fan base and I knew that we had some, I, I told the staff, I said, you know, if nothing else, we have our own private stimulus package. We have vegan cookies we can do. We've got, you know, all these other things that we can <laughs> really innovate and make sure that we stay relevant and stay, you know, in people's face. And I'm certainly not a quitter and one to back down. Like I, I love a good challenge. And so I was not, I'm, I'm not afraid of work. So I was like, if it, if it's me, you know, and for a while I would go in and ship cookies once a week, just me, uh, bake them and ship them. And just, you know, in order to, to make good on any orders that were coming in, even though we said we weren't filling anything and just, I knew that we were going to be okay. I just wasn't sure what it would look like. And Mm -hmm. it's, it's truly changing every day still as we, you know, the, the demand is definitely um, growing because as I think other companies figure out how to, um, engage with their employees and, or how to do their outreach. Cause we've always done a lot of corporate gifting and that, you know, immediately stopped as soon as people weren't working in offices. Cause a lot of it was just blind shipments trying to get people's business um, or thank you gifts. And of course nobody has home addresses. And so that, and then all of our big events went away and we, you know, we do a lot of weddings, we do a lot of uh, corporate parties and things. So that whole side of the business is still, um, pretty, pretty non-existent, we'll say. But other companies have now started reaching out, wanting to send a box of cookies to all 200 of their employees. Or so there's there's ways that it's starting to transition into this new normal. And we've added, you know, takeout. And thank goodness, shipping was already part of our business model because we didn't have to figure that out. That was just something that we already were able to offer. And um, so we do shipping, local delivery, we have takeout. And we're just, um, you know, my sites are on the holidays right now because that's always our most busy time. And we're the only way we accomplish what we do is, you know, we're certainly not six feet apart when we are packing you know, thousands and thousands of cookies for holiday gifts. And so we've, I've put an email out to all of our corporate clients saying, Hey, if you, you know, here's our, our situation right now, we will not be able to do the same capacity, but if you order and let us ship it in October, September or October, we'll give you this discount. If you'll ship it in November, we'll give you this discount. So we're just trying to figure out ways to um, be creative and, and make the best of the situation and, um, and utilize it you know, it's a time to really reflect on um, ways that we can we can continue to grow, even if it's not in a classic growth format, if you will. Totally, we say at our uh, in our offices, we say F I O G I D. Figure it out, get it done, and that's certainly <laughs> what you guys have been doing. We yep, take another exactly. quick break for a word from our sponsor, and we want to come back. I want to talk about. <laughs> I want to talk about. Um, some best practices in terms of being an entrepreneurship. Like how do you get up every day? What inspires you? Uh, you know, some words of wisdom for our audience. So stay tuned. Are you ready to give your employees and customers smooth, secure digital experiences? Then you need Ping Identity as an identity security pioneer. 
Ping champions your unique identity so your employees can be productive rock stars and your customers can engage with your brand wherever and however they want with lovable digital experiences. I'm the chief identity champion and I'm here to help. Visit pingidentity.com today. Who are you texting? My therapist. You text with your therapist? Text, video chat, call. Yep. That sounds too easy. How did you find her? I just went to betterhelp.com slash save. She's a licensed therapist and it's all online. I connect when it's convenient for me and don't waste time driving anywhere. Plus it's affordable. I wonder if I should try it. It's great to talk to someone in confidence. She's helped me sort out quite a few things. And right now you save 10% off the first month when you go through betterhelp.com slash save. Betterhelp.com slash save. Got it. Hi guys, thanks for sticking with us. I am chatting with Courtney Cowan, fa- uh, Cowan founder and CEO, owner of Milk Jar Cookies. Um, I want to talk about in the last couple minutes we have some of your like best practices. Like, what are your? Do you have the same daily routine every day? Do you have books that you read? Are there quotes that you love? Like, how do you inspire yourself to get up and be empowered to lead your team, um, especially during these challenging times right now? That's such a nice question. I I don't have the same daily routine. I, I crave the same daily routine. <laughs> uh, I think that would be really nice to, to be able to do that. Um, so I'm working on that. Uh, but each day is is different, which I, I love, but I, it's like equal parts. I love that, but I also crave that like, you know, uh, consistency. Ru- consistency and routine. Yeah. But yeah. Um, in general, you know, there's my days consist of a lot of email, a lot of uh, communication. I'm currently working from home as much as possible, so there's one less body in in our shop, um, so that the staff has more space to spread out. And it's, um, you know, so a lot of email, a lot of conversation uh, back and forth with with them. And I think best practices. I just everything I do, I just I care deeply about, and so I care deeply about this brand. I care deeply about my staff. I care deeply about my customers. And there's always, we always go the extra mile. And we, one of our core values is leave it better than you found it. And that Mm. applies to people, places, and things. And, you know, the goal is just to make sure that we, we're in the business of making people's day better. Mm, And so that's always been why I wanted to have an actual storefront is so we could like you know, kind of be the cheers of cookies. They come in, you know, if they're a local, we know their name, we know what's going on in their life. And then anybody who comes in immediately feels welcome and, and feels that. And so th- we've really been missing that a lot, um, not being able to to see them in, in the shop, but we've been trying to engage online as much as possible. But I think as far as entrepreneurship goes, it's a grind and it takes grit. And it, that is, um, again, something I'm not, um, a stranger to just my, I was an athlete and then my previous career in television is oftentimes not for the faint of heart either. And so it, uh, it, it, it groomed me well for this. And it just is, I think, you know, you just have to, you have to keep remembering why you're doing what you're doing. Cause it's definitely not always going to be easy, but as long as you, you know, are approaching whatever problem it is or challenge with that same mindset of like, okay, this is, you know, we're in this for this reason. And that's why we're going to work tooth, you know, tooth and nail to get this done or figure this out or 
or or whatever. So I just um, that's how I go into each day is just truly trying to leave things better. And then as far as preparing, my biggest thing is research. And I already kind of talked about that, but um, I'm huge on it because I I don't think that as an entrepreneur, it's important to have as much information as possible so that you can make the best decision. But there's also you want to be aware that you're not being, you know, paralysis by analysis isn't happening because you mm-hmm. don't have time to not make decisions quickly. So trying to, you know, gra- gather that information if you're harnessed with an issue that you need to figure out, get your information and make a decision and move on and stick to it because there's there's not time for waffling back and forth and second guessing. You know, it may not always turn out to be the best decision, but then you just figure out how to fix that because <laughs> you know? um, you're, you're always learning. And, and I, I love to learn, which I think is, has served me well in this because it's never something that I'm going to, to shy away from because it's, it's, it's exciting to learn new things and, and improve. So I love that you, that you have the research piece, but you're also about moving things forward because a lot of times, like you said, people who are deep um, analytical, research-driven people tend to maybe overdo it sometimes and have that analysis paralysis, like you said. Mm-hmm. You know, when we work with clients, a lot of times we have to get them out of their own way because of that very reason. They want to just, they want all the facts and there's just no way as an entrepreneur or a brand, you can know everything to make decisions. You need to know mm-hmm. enough to make a qualified decision. And then, mm-hmm. like you said, if something doesn't work out, you pivot quickly, right? Exactly. So I think that balance is very unique in in an entrepreneur. Um, And I'm interested to hear, I mean, you run this amazing baked goods company. What is your guilty pleasure? It can't be sweet. It has to be something else, right? I guess wine. (laughs) There we go. Um, I knew I liked you, girl. Yeah. I'm like, I guess, because I mean, I still, people ask me all the time, like, are you sick of cookies? Uh, Absolutely not. Absolutely yeah. not. I, I had one earlier, as a matter of fact. Um, I, I, I truly still love my cookies. And, and I'm kind of an equal opportunity cookie person as well. Everybody's like, oh, I can't bring cookies. I'm like, oh, I will eat your cookies. Like, do not <laughs> do not be worried. Um, but yeah, I love, um, I mean, as far as, yeah, guilty pleasure, I think it would probably be wine. Fair enough. Yeah. I, I am right there with you. <laughs> Bring me a good glass of wine and a good cookie, and I'm a happy lady. I mean, they Um, are a beautiful combination. I will say that. (laughs) They certainly are. They certainly are. And then another question I like to ask a lot of entrepreneurs just to kind of like get in your head and and just see what you think and how you you think, more importantly, is what is your favorite word right now and why? Um, Dirty word or regular word? Whatever. I'm, I'm happy with either. In fact, the, the, one of the best interviews I ever had, I asked this question and her response was the word fuck. Yeah. It, it, it really does punctuate a sentence and if it's used properly, it has real impact. And I was like, that's awesome. You're hired. Oh, um, man. So it can be a dirty word, but it doesn't have to be. It can be something that's just really relevant to you right now. Okay. Um, oh, I love this question. I was an English major too. So this is really hitting home for me. Um, I love, I love words. I think, oh my goodness. Um, I think hope is my favorite one right now. Mm. I'm filled with a lot of hope because there's a lot of despair in the, in, in the world right now. And I, I keep bringing myself back to trying to be hopeful. 
So I think that's totally fair. And I think that I think hope, joy, I think there's a lot of things that are missing in life right now for a lot of people. And so I think as leaders in our community, it's our responsibility to show up in that hopeful, with a hopeful perspective and bring joy and uh, into the world, which obviously you're doing every single day with your cookies. I can't imagine (laughs) a better um, business to bring joy to people in a time like this. It's really, it's, I, I, I feel like it's our mission and I, you know, we've, we're, we're here for our community and we've been trying to, you know, we do a lot of uh, donations and things like that too. And so we've been trying to do as much as we can. We've done a lot of giveaways to healthcare workers and essential workers and just trying to, you know, spread as much joy and love because that, that it really is the, the heart of the business is just making sure that people feel a little bit better and feel, feel happy and, uh, and spread that joy. So, um, so yes, I thank you for seeing that. <laughs> I love it, Courtney. You bring joy to people one bite, one sugar granule, exactly. one chocolate chip, <laughs> or one vegan chocolate chip at a time. I love exactly. it. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so, so much for being on the show. For those of you listening, please go buy some cookies, try the vegan one, buy the cookbook coming out in fall. Courtney, you really are an inspiration as a, as a leader in our, in our community, bringing joy, bringing flavor, bringing all of this good vibes to, to the world around us, which is exactly what we, re- we need right now. So thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you so much for having me. This was so lovely. Uh, and for those of you tuning in, of course, you know, there's more Elevate Your Brand coming up next. Who are you texting? My therapist. You text with your therapist? Text, video chat, call? Yep, that sounds too easy. How did you find her? I just went to betterhelp.com slash save. She's a licensed therapist and it's all online. I connect when it's convenient for me and don't waste time driving anywhere. Plus it's affordable. I wonder if I should try it. It's great to talk to someone in confidence. She's helped me sort out quite a few things. And right now you save 10% off the first month when you go through betterhelp.com slash save. Betterhelp.com slash save. Got it. If you're anything like me, dental insurance isn't something you think about a lot. However, when the unexpected happens, it can help you avoid a costly dentist bill. Spirit Dental and Vision has dental plans that offer affordable rates and no waiting periods for major services. That means you can get coverage for major services like dental implants, crowns, and bridges right away instead of waiting months for your coverage to kick in. Spirit makes it easy to find the dental plan that's right for you. With other plans, you could run into high deductibles, long waiting periods, and expensive procedures might not even be covered. Plus, for a limited time, Spirit is waiving the $25 application fee. Just use promo code SPIRIT2020 at checkout. If you're looking for dental coverage made easy, visit spiritdental.com slash pod to gain a little peace of mind. That's spiritdental.com slash pod to get a quote in about 60 seconds. Spiritdental.com slash pod.